afternoon, good afternoon to my Vaughn listeners. This is your host, Lady G, coming to you this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Um, the weather is very lovely, but uh, some of us who have uh, sinus problems, who have uh, sinusitis problems, I mean, sorry, your hay fever problems, we are truly suffering. Um, I can truly say October has never been like this before. I mean, everything about 2020, you know, you will not surprised anymore. Spring was good to us. There was nothing because usually we get these kinds of symptoms uh, in September. I mean, September, sorry. But uh, nothing happened. And now October, it's like... Uh, September is making up saying I gave you a break in September so may October deal with you and October is truly dealing with us I don't know how many out there who are feeling like me blow uh, uh, our eyes you know red blotched eyes your nose runny nose your you know the inside of your sinus you almost want to sort of like put a finger literally and scratch in there it is very very bad it's very bad but by the grace of god we are still surviving so if um i continue to sneeze now and again and i blow my nose i hope my listeners will excuse me and they'll understand i've got a whole pharmacy sitting with me but I'm also tired of taking the medication because at the same time it makes you feel drowsy and you are tired of sleeping all the time but it's the only thing that helps um, those things that clear our blocked noses and all but anyway so that's just me sharing about my what is happening in my life so to get back to um, our radio station topics we are still continuing discussing what we've started since monday so we've been on a journey trying to deal with the issues that are preventing us from 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 living the life that god has created for me has, has designed for us you know we started by dealing with feelings of rejection of being unwanted of being unloved and we spoke about the fact that that's not the plan of god for you you know when we discuss in this segment we speak about the plans we speak about the gifts we speak about the purposes of god in our lives and we talk about journeying with god so we unpack each and every little one you know the gifts that god has given us given us and life is a gift and god has also given us people to share that life with so when the devil makes you to feel alone unwanted rejected he's trying to cut you off from the people you know so that is not what god has planned for us so we kept on referring to jeremiah 29 verse 11 where god says i know the plans that i have for you plans to prosper you you know plans of a brighter future not to harm you those are plans that god has for us and the devil wants to cut those plans by making us to cut our life you know so i said you are feeling rejected lonely unwanted and you you know that from there you can even start having suicidal thoughts so now you are cutting off your life because god said i have come so that you might have life and you might have it in abundance but the enemy wants you to cut your life because his aim is to kill steal and destroy so that is what we spoke about we were dealt with that and then we still touched on it yesterday 
and then we discussed about you know from you feeling rejected sometimes the devil cuts you off because there are things that god wants to connect you with people so that your breakthrough so that your deliverance can come from these people that god wants to connect you with we looked at the life of joseph we looked at uh, people at uh, different people's lives and then we spoke about um that in this time may god bring into remembrance people that you have done good deeds for we were looking at the scripture based in um second kings chapter 4 it's a scripture of elisha where the shunanite woman the shunanite woman built a house for elisha and after some time elisha said no there is nobody who can do something like this for me and then i do not show my appreciation so that is where we left off yesterday where we were talking about there are people that we've done good deeds for that have forgotten to show their appreciation so we spoke about those kinds of people and we said may god put our names in those people's minds so that they may remember the good deeds that we have done and they may come back like elisha Elisha called the woman and said, I would love to show my appreciation for what you have done. Elisha says, must I put in a good word for you with the king? Can I put in a good word for you uh, with the commander? And the woman said, no, I'm okay. But what I, what, what I was stressing there is the fact that she did something for Elisha. And Elisha held an important position he said i can put in a good word for you with the king so that is what we were talking about to say sometimes there are people that we have helped not even knowing that they have connections with the king i'm sure when she was helping elisha she didn't know that this is a man who can speak to the king on my behalf even though she did not need it but i'm saying even you there are people that you have helped that might have forgotten when we looked at joseph joseph helped the cupbearer and spoke a prophetic word interpreted the cupbearer's um vision at the dream and said to him you will be restored to your position but the cupbearer forgot about it so there are people that we have helped that have forgotten about it but god will create a situation that will only require somebody with your credentials god created a situation that only required Joseph's credentials. There were other dream interpreters. I am so sure of that in, in, in Egypt during Pharaoh's time, but none of them had Joseph's credentials. So God created a situation that required only somebody with Joseph's credentials to come and appear before Pharaoh. So I say to you, even those that have forgotten about you, they will realize that this situation only requires somebody with your credentials. And then God will put your name in their minds and they will remember you. They will remember you. You know, relationships are very important. Their relationships are a gift from God. They are very important because when God wants to bless you, he will use a man to bless you. That's how God works. When God wants to do something, he will do it through, through men. You know, God can do it, but he wants, he always wants to follow the legal route of doing it through men. 
you know i know one time god made manna to fall from heaven but in this season god in this covenant that we have god is going to do it through men so this is why i'm saying you feeling rejected lonely and unwanted that's a lie from the pit of hell god wants you to be around people to mingle with people you know i am always reminded when i talk about relationship long time ago i had mr miles dr miles monroe when he was speaking about relationship he said he one time looked at his older sister and he said to her did you know that when you were taking care of that sickly little boy 2 a.m. in the morning because he was a sickly boy he suffered from asthma he had to be in an oxygen tent so his cot bed was in that so his mom used to also work you know work double shift and all of that but his elder sister is the one who used to take care of him she would wake up in the middle of the night to come you know and purify the oxygen tent because he needed that kind of oxygen and he said did you know that when you were nursing that sickly boy you were actually nursing your employer did you know you were nursing your husband's employer you were nursing your daughter's employer because at that time i'm sure she was just nursing him taking care of his little brother he, of her little brother sorry she had no idea that she was taking care of her boss today as dr miles was sharing the story the late dr miles he says today i'm the one who has who, who is paying her salary paying her husband's salary funding her daughter you understand so relationships are very important so don't you dare allow the devil to keep you in isolation there are good deeds that you have done today which might not you might not reap the rewards or the fruit of it but your children will so when somebody hears your name they will say Oh, are you so and so's daughter? You know, your mother helped me out once. She offered me a plate of food when I was hungry. There are people when I think of I always think of them with joy. You know, when Paul talks of certain churches, when he writes his uh, apostles, he says, when I remember you, when I think of you, my spirit is filled with joy. Because you realize that even if that person only helped you for two months or six months, but they contributed something, maybe towards your metric, towards your first year of varsity, so that you could be in the position that you are. So when those people are ever in need of anything, you think of them. So I say to you, even today, may those people that you have helped think of you. And may your name pop in their minds so that they may be the ones that will open doors for you. So as we are continuing to read with the story of Elijah. So we are continuing for those who were, who were with us yesterday. We are still journeying through it. Uh, so it's 2nd Kings chapter 4. So we've spoken about the appreciation. But this is where now I want us to pick it up as we are fast forwarding. Uh, I want us to go to verse, to verse 16 where the woman had said to Elijah, she is fine. Elijah has said to her, okay, let's back up so that we can, we, we are in um, we are in one mind. So, verse 12. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite woman. 
when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said to him, Say now to her, Look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. Wow. What can I do for you to show my appreciation? Do you want me to speak to the king on your behalf? Or to the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell amongst my own people. I am fine. So he said, what then is to be done for her? Because she had said she's fine. And Gehazi answered and said, actually, she has no son. And her husband is old. So he said, call her. When he had called her, she stood in the doorway. And he said, about this time, next day you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, my Lord, men of God, do not awaken my desires. But the woman conceived and bore a son. When, uh, when the appointed time had come, of which Elijah had told her, then I want us to fast forward. So she bore the son and the son grew and everything and all of that happened. So then uh, the son dies. But then when she, when she speaks to Elisha, she says, uh, let's go to verse 27. So when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near her to say, to push her away. But the man of God said, let her be. For her soul is in deep distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me. So she said, Did I ask you for her son? Did I not say, Do not raise my hopes? So that is where I want us to just unpack it. So, so many of us, we've got dreams, visions, and desires. But those desires have died. So this woman was at a point where everything was fine. She was content with the way her life was now. She even forgot that she had once had a need. And that need was a need for her to have a son. A son, you know, in the Jewish tradition, it was very important to bear a son. Because when your husband dies, this is why Gehazi made mention of the fact that her husband is old. Because when her husband passes on, he passes away, he dies, he, she, her son will be the one person that will look after her. So meaning that if she doesn't have a son, this is why he did not just say a child, he said a son. Sons are very important. Sons are very important. This is why even the word of God makes mention of a son. Because the word of God, when you go to the book of John, now I'm going somewhere. The book of John, God, uh, John says, I write to you, little ones, because your sins are forgiven. You see, little children in the house, all they know is that their sins are forgiven. They are just happy, merrily, 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 you know. But then he says, I write to you, sons. Oh, excuse me. Because you have overcome it, the evil one. You have defeated the evil one. So sons are very important. Then he goes on to say, I write to you fathers. But to the sons, he says, you have overcome the evil one. So they are, the sons are very important because sons will be the ones who will fight the enemy, who will fight the evil one, who will protect you. 
So sons are important. This is why Gehazi made mention of the fact that she does not have a son. So even if you are a daughter, God wants you to get to a point where you become a son. So once we come into the kingdom of God, God calls us all sons. Spiritually, we are sons because God understands the potential that he has put on us. He understands who we are. So don't allow the devil to kill your desires of bearing a son. She had forgotten that she had once had a desire of having a son. She said, no, my Lord, I am fine. Because she had grown around those circumstances, she was fine. You know, have you ever been around a situation where you don't see a change? You don't see the situation changing. The situation has been like this all your life. So you don't see it changing. And yet God wants it to change. But because it has always been like this. It has always been like this. You know, when you do... Well, I remember when we were still uh, growing up, when we first got saved, and we used to go around doing open airs and we would preach. And then people would say, who do you think you are? This world was like this when you were born. It will continue to be like this, you know. So there are those situations where even in your community, in your streets, the devil will say to you, you were born into these streets. You were raised in these streets, so the status quo will always remain. But God is saying, I do not want that for you. You've got desires, you've got hopes, you've got dreams that I have put in you. You supposed to bear a son, you supposed to produce. Because God said, be fruitful and multiply. Production is your name. You supposed to produce. You're supposed to produce. God did not create you to be barren, to be a eunuch who is barren. He wants you to produce. You might not produce, you know, physically with your womb, but there should be some production that is taking place. This woman was comfortable and happy now. She became content and she forgot to dream big. God says no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind is able to conceive what I have in store for you. So that is what I want you to do this afternoon, my listener. Conceive what God has in store for you. It's greater than what you can imagine or think of that is what god has in store for you so this woman even for god so when elisha says by this time next year you will have a son she says don't awaken my desires i want you to look deep down inside of you what desires were there that the enemy had killed what desires were there that the enemy has killed she says, no, my Lord, don't awaken my desires. As we are about to go on a break, I want us when we come back, maybe you would have written them down on a book or on a piece of paper. Look at all those desires that the enemy has killed, that the enemy has allowed you to forget. We all had dreams. We all had desires. With God, age ain't nothing but a number. You think I'm lying? Go and ask Sarah. 
with God, agent nothing but a number. What desires, what hopes, what dreams, what plans did you have that you feel now you are content with the status quo? Let's take a break, my listeners. We will be back after this beautiful song. I am blessed in the street. I am blessed in my home. I am blessed, that's why I'm singing the song. I am blessed in the street. I am blessed in my home. I am blessed, that's why I'm singing the song. I am blessed.
we are back it's good to be back my listeners uh, so we are still continuing to discuss um about um what god has in store for us not allowing our feelings of rejection to take over us to take charge and to take control so when we left out we left up where we were talking about our desires so we looked at this woman and then we realized that the devil has a way of keeping you so content in the stage you know the way things are you see what is happening in your community in your neighborhood the drug lords the the, the alcoholism you know you see everything but because the devil has got you in a point where you like the street was like this when i found it what can i do who am i but god has put in desires in you you can change it you can make a difference we cannot allow our sons not to be born this woman was supposed to bear a son but because of what the devil sometimes the devil gives you false riches false hope you know she was well off well to do but then because the devil kept her busy with all of that she even forgot that i am not able to produce and yet we supposed to produce don't allow the enemy to keep you in that state of falseness the false promises that you are holding on to and yet you cannot produce what god wants you to produce so anyway as we continue reading she gets to a point where she finally does conceive now she realizes that these were once her dreams these were once her desires these were her dreams these were once her desires she nurtures the dream that she had forgotten about but now she has got it she took care of this dream until one day this dream of hers became ill and died then when she sees the man of god she says i told you not to awaken my desires not to awaken my hope God wants us to hope and to dream again. It's not God's plans for us not to have dreams, not to have desires, not to have hope. The word of God says, "Hope maketh ashamed not, for the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts." So hope hope is what keeps us going because our hope is in who is in the lord our hope is in him knowing that he who began a job in me will finish that job as long as you are alive there is still hope my dear brother and sister there is still hope my mom my daddy my friend there is still hope as long as you are alive as long as you are alive was I as I was listening to this song that I think I shared it's called um, my testimony there is a stance there that says if i am not dead you are not finished as long as you are alive god is not finished with you 
as long as you are alive god is not finished with you you can still produce you can still give back to your dreams to your plans to your vision whatever it is that you are hoping for when i got to that i suddenly had this revelation that this is why when god was speaking to the devil when the devil came to him in the book of job and said god asked him where have you been he said oh i've just been roaming around i've been up there and there and there by the way i came across your servant job start speaking all these good things and says if you take everything job will forget to worship you he will forsake you god gives him the right to touch everything but job he says you cannot touch him because god knew that as long as job was alive he god himself was not finished so even you it doesn't matter what the enemy has taken from you it doesn't matter that he has killed your dreams now and again he has killed your vision he has killed your desires he has killed your hope as long as you are alive my god is not finished because god knows that he can raise you up from the ashes that the devil thinks you are in he can raise those dreams from those ashes he can raise your hope from those ashes he can raise it up because he is god he is god so even you my dear beloved listener as long as you are alive that's why the devil wants us to commit suicide He gets us to a point where we become so depressed you want to commit suicide. He knows that as long as there is still the breath of God in you, there is still hope. So in order for him to win and to get victory over you, he must kill you, literally kill you. And if you commit suicide, you've killed everything. That's what he wants. But God is saying as long as you are alive, I am not finished. If I'm not dead, then you are not done. As long as I am alive, my God is not done. My God is not done. I said God is not a respecter of age. Age ain't nothing but a number to God. Ask Sarah. The word of God says Sarah's dreams of producing a son. There were There were none there were none existence because the word of God tells us that her womb was not only old it was barren it was dead there was no hope there was nothing in Sarah's womb that's our god that is our god there is hope my listeners don't give up on god don't give up on god and don't allow the devil don't allow the devil to say it is over to say it is over god is not done with you god is not done with you so when we came across this woman she says Didn't I tell you not to awaken my desires? 
So I said, let us write those desires down. Let us write them down. And then let us say, God, may you fulfill all these desires for me. God can do it. God can do it. God can do it. So as you write them down, I just want to say to you, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It was the angel that said those words to Daniel. He said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. But for 21 days, the spirit, the prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. So I want you to know that maybe for you, it wasn't 21 days. It was even longer than that. For some of us, it might even have been 21 years. For some of us, it might have even been 30 years. It might feel like a lifetime where the devil had blocked what God had in store for you. So you've even killed your very own desires. But I want you to know that in the scripture, Daniel had prayed and asked God for something. But to Daniel, it looked like nothing had happened. Day after day, there was no sign of an answer weeks after weeks. But only three weeks later, I don't know how many weeks, how many months, how many years later it might be for you. But I want to tell you that an angel is going to show up just like the angel showed up in, with, to Daniel with the answer. And it said from the moment you prayed, so from the moment you dreamt it, from the moment you desired it, from the moment you hoped for it, an answer was released. But it was these evil forces that were stopping the answer from being released. So I want you to know that don't give up on your blessings. Don't give up on your dreams. There are blessings that have your name on them. There are promotions. There are businesses. There are houses. There is a healing that has your name on it. I claim that healing for myself. There is even a spouse out there for you. That's a gift of God. Marriage is a gift from God. There is a baby for you. Restoration is your portion. That's what you've been believing for. And God is saying from the day one, you dreamt it, you desired it, I gave you. There are forces that are trying to hold back what you've been praying to God for. But I am saying to you, God is about to release what's been held up. So I want you to stay encouraged. It's coming. It's on its way. Just imagine the great I am, the Elohim, the Yahweh, the possessor of heaven and earth, breaking the way wide open through forces that are holding back. That's what happened to this woman. She never thought she could again desire to even have a son. Because her dreams have been held back for so long. 
but I want to say to you, you are going to see the promises of God. You're going to see what is your name on it. These forces, they are about to let go of everything. They are about to release what is yours. In the name of Jesus. They are about to release what belongs to you. They are about to release it. It is yours, my dear beloved. My dear beloved, it is yours. So, don't allow the enemy to shut you down. Continue to dream. Continue to dream. This woman was dreaming and desiring to have a son. As I said to you, sons were very important because a Jewish mother knew that if her husband passed on, it's her sons, excuse me, that will continue to take care of her. That's why Gehazi made mention of the fact that her husband is old. So even now, don't allow the devil to kill your children, to kill your sons. Because he knows that sons are very important in the house. Sons are able to overcome the enemy. Sons are able to conquer the enemy. Sons. Gehazi says she does not have a son. What is it that is an equivalent of a son that you've been longing and desiring God for that the enemy has even made you to forget about it? I want you today to rekindle your desires. Rekindle those desires and say, God, I rekindle those desires. And today, just like Elisha spoke to the Shunammite woman, speak to those desires as I have written them down on a piece of paper, God. I am rekindling them. I am about to rekindle my desires. I don't know what your desires are, but I want you to rekindle them. As I said, age and nothing but a number to God. Sarah once desired, she even forgot. That's why she even laughed when God said, you are going to have a son. Because she's had these desires for so long. So to her, it was like, let me shut these desires down. I am fine. But she really was not fine. How many times we tell ourselves, we even tell people around us that we are fine. Me, I'm fine the way I am. And yet deep down inside, you know you're not fine. If you could change it, you would. Even Sarah, I'm sure of it. There is no woman that does not want to produce. But she's acted as if she was fine. Because for a very long time now, she even gave up. Look at her age, she was over 100. So she was like, I'm fine. That's why she laughed. That's why she laughed. It wasn't a laugh of disrespect. It was a laugh because it's been, you know, when the devil has thrown you with so much of hopelessness, that even if God was to be in front of you, you would also behave like how Sarah did. I'm sure of it. It wasn't because she was doubting God or being disrespectful, but it's because of those dreams. They've been shut down for a very long time. She was like, who, me? You know, I want to tell you that God wants you to produce. 
and God is about to visit you. He's about to visit you. He's going to rekindle those dreams. So don't allow the devil to keep you in that state of isolation. Don't allow the enemy to keep you in that state of isolation. Because that's where the devil wants to keep us isolated. So that we do not mingle with people. This woman's breakthrough was in the hands of Elisha. So we spoke about destiny helpers, destiny pushers, even our destiny uh, burden bearers, those who will bear the burden with us. We looked at Moses. Moses needed people who would bear the burden with him, who would lift up his arm when he was in the middle of a war. Those were the burden bearers. Imagine if he had feelings of unwanted, not being loved and rejected. Even Jesus, the son of God himself, he had a burden bearer. Simon came and he carried that cross with Jesus halfway. So you need people who will carry this burden with you halfway. So when the devil says, shut yourself up, it's don't talk to anybody you know you you are nothing people are gonna laugh at you don't believe those words shut those whispers down those are not the thoughts of god god says for i know the thoughts i have for you excuse me those are not thoughts of god so don't allow the devil to feed you thoughts that are not from god and say you must shut and cut yourself up God said, I have come so that you might have life and you might have it in abundance. There is an abundance of life that God has in store for you. My dear beloved, one listener. So I think I'm about to close now. I'm going to end here. We will pick it up tomorrow because this is the week I said you will finish how you started so that's why Monday the devil had us in a low low state so that we will not get this victory so we are gearing towards our victory we are climbing this ladder we are climbing this ladder so devil's aim was to keep us in a feeling of morose of depressed of being unloved of being unwanted so that we do not recognize his schemes but we took charge of him on monday and we told him that we refuse to be to be isolated we refuse we are cleansing ourselves of all of these feelings of feeling rejected because he doesn't want us to see our breakthrough our breakthrough is around the corner just like the angel said to daniel from day one so I'm saying to you, from the day you started dreaming, from the day you started desiring it, God has given it to you. God has given it to you. So my Vaughn listeners, I am, I'm, I'm just excited that you are always welcoming me into your house to listen to me. So for those of us, I said, who are feeling, you know, uh, under the weather because of the change of season let's take care of ourselves uh if we need to rest let us rest 
you need to take the medication let us take the medication but let us just take care of ourselves and continue to function this is your host lady g signing out and may you continue to tune in onto voice over the nation Thank you.